toilet. Here we go. And welcome to We Talk Games Arcade Weekly, an arcade review show brought to you each week, free for no monies, not a single monies, slug, Susan B. Anthony, Buffalo Nickel. But Keith, what if I want to give you money? If you want to give me money, I will take that money. <laughs> I am your host, Keith the Robo Duke, along here with my co-host, the constantly charismatic Kyle Von Kubik. Oh, well, thank you. Would you like to go undercover with me? Oh, I think we're going to go undercover with 1992's Undercover Cops, filmed on location with the men and women of the law enforcement department. And I know that that's a show with a very nostalgic and well-known theme song, but for whatever reason, the first thing that came to my mind was, do, 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 do you have it, guts? (laughs) (laughs) Do, 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 do you have it, cops? (laughs) That's bad boys. Bad boys. What you going to do when undercover cops come to city sweep you? Yes. These aren't undercover cops. They're called city sweepers, which makes me think they should have called this game city City sweepers. Yeah, or city sweepers, something like that. I love this era of vigilante cops, the late 80s, early 90s, with movies like Falling Down, where Mm -hmm. the only way to solve crime in the city is with more crime. Which is how this game begins. A group of, I guess, uh, the mayor of this town, which I couldn't exactly find the name of this town anywhere, are are all together. The government people saying, oh, what are we going to do? Our peace is at an all time low. Yeah. So they decide that the right thing to do is to hire a group of street sweepers Mm -hmm. to come in. And take care of business. I believe this is not so far off into the future. It's year 2043 in New York City. I definitely appreciate the fact that this game goes way ahead in the future. Whereas, you know, a lot of stuff back then would have been like in the year 2006. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And you get to this point and you're like, oh, well, shit. But now this is far enough ahead that even now we can appreciate that this may still be our future full of mole men and mutant cyborg oh, men. Man. Let's and not also- get started with the mole men, because that's where it started to fall apart for <laughs> me, was the goddamn mole men. Well, then, let's start where the game starts, as I mentioned, with the opening. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things that are in games is when you get your character stat screens. This is ridiculously plot-heavy for a beat-em-up, by the way. <laughs> it is Just the bit- beginning. It, like... The- after the beginning, you don't see much of it, but it was so funny the amount of effort put in to the opening of this game. Or the, like, slight lack of effort where it is just a shot of this round circle secret table of guys going, well, the bad guys are really messing us up. We need to hire some not-so-bad guys to take them out. <laughs> it's true. It's just the names and everything for them. The first guy you see, it's City Sweeper 001, and his name is Claude, but his code name is Lightning Slasher. <laughs> Slasher. Lightning Slasher. Slasher. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> he's an ex night slasher. Well, actually, he's an ex karate master. Yes, uh, according to this here, and his character bio is he used to be a karate master and had won first prize in the U.S. championship before. Period. One day, while he was trying to protect his girlfriend, he got into a fight and accidentally killed a man with his bare hands. It was by accident. He's not a bad guy. He doesn't have rage problems. Yeah. He just accidentally killed somebody. Yeah. But I do like he was born uh, uh, January 6th, 2015. So he's only one year old at this point. Like you could accidentally kill somebody with a forklift at work. You know, like if you're operating a forklift, you swing around, knock into a pallet, pallet falls on top of somebody and they die. That's an accident. I don't know if yeah. you can accidentally kill somebody with your bare hands. No, that's not. Like, I just oh, wanted I to strangle him, him a little bit. Yeah, I only wanted to punch his nose bone into his brain a little bit <laughs> with my karate. That is our first character, which they give, you know, birthday, height, weight, and blood type yes. because those are important. Yes. Which I've heard the blood type. I don't know if we mentioned on this show or I've heard it other places. Mm-hmm. The Japanese fascination with blood type in games comes from like, it's like an astrology thing. Yes, that is true. I don't know a lot about it but from what i understand yeah your blood type is like your astrological sign yeah so that's why you always end up seeing them in a lot of video games and the birth thing is the birthday thing is not irrelevant if you actually set the dip switches to the date they wear little party hats (laughs) when they're fighting this is such a lie (laughs) (laughs) it plays uh the beatles at your birthday as well (laughs) over it uh from a cassette tape that's actually in the unit yeah yeah (laughs) okay so we had a claude the lightning slasher yeah then there's here's what i don't get so they say let's hire these dudes to do this let's hire the city sweepers the first one is city sweeper zero zero one the second one is city sweeper zero one nine yes i know what happened to two to 18 they got swept up they get swept oh, up in that city. It's a tough city. It's rough. <laughs> Claude's the toughest. That's why he's still around. And like yeah. his new guy, Bubba. Oh my gosh. Ridiculous. name Fireball Crusher because of his love of crushing shots of fireball with his broskies. <laughs> Yagabombs? You want Yagabombs? <laughs> he's the, uh, the ex-football player character yeah. who uh, I'm immediately reminded of, I think, World Heroes two or three or one of those that has the like big football player guy in it yeah he's not as douchey american as jake hunter from nice slashers no he's pretty close he's close though uh, especially because his power up is some sort of radioactive football yeah that i love the that i saw that i was like oh this is gonna be a good time uh, i was half wrong yes and half yeah. right, but uh, yeah, so disappointed with this game. Yeah, because when you see these screens and you read, you know that his tale of he used to be a football star who had won MVP before. Period. Although falsely accused, he was censured for being a dangerous man and was banished from the world of football. So this guy who's probably giving people concussions yeah. on the field is now that's the guy we need. You can uh, accidentally concuss somebody. You can't accidentally. It was weird somebody. that like, he stabbed somebody on the thirty thirty yes. yard line. Accidentally. Any given Sunday. <laughs> we had City Sweeper 001. We had City Sweeper 019, who, you know, we have all his stats as well and everything. Yeah. The next City Sweeper is City Sweeper 189. <laughs> sure. Named Flame, mm-hmm. which uh, just makes me think of Blaze from uh, Streets of Rage, actually. Okay. I didn't uh, make but, that connection, but I see it. 
but codename Blue Gale Revenger. Yeah, which you don't see again in the game, so just forget about that stupid name. Uh, exactly. It's so you have your vigilante. Yeah, you have your all around. Yeah, your, your heavy, and then yeah. your speed character. Exactly. And I normally trio. go for speed first, and it's normally the female character. And what I liked about Flame when I first started playing is she's very feminine, but she's not scantily clad. And she looks very much like a person who would be in a street fight. She's wearing a t-shirt, no cleavage, jeans. And I was like, wow, this is really progressive for 1992. Yeah, and she attacks with her butt. Yes, then I saw that. And then (laughs) I saw some of the female characters on the later stages. And um, I guess we'll get into that in a little bit. Well, do you want to – I'm going to add on I didn't think it was so so progressive when I saw that. But I did think for a female protagonist in an arcade game – that that was a little ahead of its time. Yeah, I'm saying early impressions. This game, Kyle, is so progressive mm-hmm. that while uh, Claude and Bubba, we have their height, weight, and blood type. Yes. For Flame, we have her height, <laughs> but her weight is a secret. Yeah, that, and we also that's have not very her, progressive. <laughs> very progressive to also put BWH being a secret. Mm-hmm. And for mm-hmm. those who don't know what that means, I know the first two are breasts and waist, yes. <laughs> bust and waist. So yes. she's the only one with those stats on there. So very progressive game. Yeah. Again, it's 1992. It's exactly. made by the Japanese. <laughs> like, exactly. That's on. why it has the blood type. That's why they're like the breasts, the breasts, the breasts. I'm just saying her sprite. Yeah, her sprite is very like, yes, it's not, you know, the girl from uh, King of Fighters, you know. Right. There's no jiggle animation going on. A little bit when she walks, but not. No. It's not gratuitous. I don't. It's (laughs) not like what you'd expect from a brawler. And again, uh, beautiful Iram art in this game, and heavy use of sepia tones. It's done really well. Yeah, there's a lot of detail in the sprites. Yeah. Uh, they look fantastic. I have grown to really appreciate Iram uh, via this podcast. Who uh, I may, I, if I may recommend a past episode of ours, check out Hammer and Harry. Mm, yeah, that's it's a strange like, one for them too, Hammer and Harry, because it's more cartoony, but again, very much in the same art style and yeah, color and choices. Definitely, as you mentioned, they do have a, a very similar look yeah. to each other but this was irem's attempt at doing a final fight brawler beat em up which we could go through making mechanics but that's all i need to say you final know fight. yeah you know what this game is yeah and we have a whole month dedicated to it you sure. know what this is sure and this brawler isn't as deep as some of the other brawlers we've discussed it's just a three button brawler right or is it two uh, it's two there's a punch yeah, button and, and a there's jump a jump button. button right and I'll talk about that, I guess, a little later. But that was the one of the things that I didn't like and I wish was improved upon. But we don't need to get too deep into the making mechanics. It is a very much a brawler. Yeah, it's a and, kick and uh, puncher, a haymaker right. that would have been good for the holidays, but I don't think was good enough, which is why we're talking about it now. Right. The controls are good. Like, the controls are fine. <laughs> I thought they were okay. It's just the, the character movement is super slow. Yeah, it's even stiff. with the speed character. Yes. Uh, st- that's perfect description of the controls. It's very stiff. Yes, it doesn't have the fluidity of a final fight. Going Depth. from moving to attacking doesn't feel like a three-step process of moving, stopping moving, then attacking. It, mm-hmm. it feels much more fluid to just move and immediately go into a combo. You really get caught off guard a lot by these enemies, probably on purpose to get your quarters. But yeah, this game is super cheap. 
Oh, like, yeah. This game ramps up the difficulty to, to ridiculous points. And it's not like, oh, there's too many enemies on the screen. It's, I don't have the tools to mitigate these few enemies on the screen because yep. it's a very shallow move set of what you can do. You're punching and jumping or kicking and jumping, depending on who your character is. You don't have a kick and a punch. You just have one or the other with your attack button and then jump. And then if you hit the two together, you can do a super move, but it takes away your health. Yeah, and you do have a dash attack as well. You can double tap forward to dash and do an right. attack, Yeah, which can add a little variety. A Bubba, the football character, is the only one who rather than dash, he actually runs. Right. So he can run across the screen rather than having a limited dash like Claude and Flame do. I tried all three, but I stuck with Flame after trying each. Because Bubba, I'm not good with heavy characters. Mm. Uh, too slow for my liking. Yeah, he's way so, too slow. So I, I stuck with her, especially because, like you said, the game is real slow and stiff. You got characters on the screen that can jump higher than you or move faster than you or do sweep attacks constantly right as you at the instant you stand up they just sweep kick you those jerry garcia looking dudes or whatever with the glasses and the long hair and beards yeah the tommy like. chungs all over the place tommy chungs yes that's a much better description much more apt description and than tommy chung i yes. felt early on while playing the game that where it lacked in its depth with move sets it was making up for with the weapons that were on the screen very early on you get like a cement pylon oh yeah underneath the docks and as blaze it's funny like she struggles to pick it up and then she's swinging this thing and as she's swinging it pieces of it are breaking off i was like hey this is pretty cool and you see more of that later on but it's just it's still not enough because even with those little improvements to the overall mechanics of the game it's still annoying to play Yes. To a certain point. And uh, I tried playing this game through. I always try to complete the game, unless it's something ridiculous, like, I don't know, Free Kick that has <laughs> 3,000 boards. Especially with Brawlers, I try to see it to the end. Yeah, because usually you can just quarter spam it. Right. I didn't want to quarter spam this game at a certain point. I got sick of this game at a certain point. And I'll tell you when it happened. It was the fourth stage. There were motorcycle enemies zipping back and forth, and my character is slowly walking to the left to kick the guy. I hit him, but then he gets back up, and then he zooms towards me with the bike. And then there's another guy on the other side, and I dash, and I hit him, but now the guy on the other side hits me. He's on the bike. And I was just like, I'm done. Because the stage prior to that were these mole men. And I really, really dig the art direction of this game. I think this game is worth a look if you just want to see interesting, sprite art. Because it's got this Shadowrun cyberpunk vibe about it. And it, the sepia tones really lend to that feeling. But that doesn't help the fact of, I'm sick of looking at this enemy on the screen because I can't hit him. Because he moves better than I can move. Yes, they are much quicker than you. It seems I noticed at first point it happened in that Mole Man level before. But it happens with motorcycle guys as well. Is when you first meet them on the level, they'll die in one hit. Right. But the farther you get in the level, the more, more life the enemies have. Yeah. I know we're not to the improvements yet, but my improvement would be why can't I see the enemy's life? The only life you can see of the enemies are the bosses. Yeah, no, and that, that would have been helpful. if I could see what I'm doing in damage, I wouldn't go, why aren't you dying just like every other one of you did that is the same color? Because by logic of, of arcade games and video games, if you're the same color, you have the same amount of life, you have the same amount of power, right. and I'm fighting the same guys, but they're taking 10 jump kicks rather than two. 
Yeah, you've seen this before with palette swaps with common characters and beat-em-ups. The red guy takes two hits, the blue guy takes four, and the green guy takes six. Whatever it may be, this game doesn't adhere to that trope. It very much just on the fly ramps up the difficulty of the enemies, and it feels very much like a cash grab, which is unfortunate because there's things in this game that I really dig, but I did not like playing this game. Once I got to that point, and I was getting frustrated, and I was dumping more and more credits, and I was like, you know what, after this credit... I think I had my fill of this game. And it, that's disappointing because, like I said, the art direction is really good. Oh, and go, before I forget, so for all of the progressiveness that I thought Flame had, the first female characters you fight, of course, are scantily clad, hopping on one foot for some reason. And <laughs> when you kick them, their shirts actually come up full frontal as they fall to the ground. I don't know if you caught that. It's I a, did not catch that. It's a frame. and I think it's a frame or two of animation. But yes, there's definitely full frontal showing. So wow. I was like, nope, not so progressive. Sorry. <laughs> I scratched yeah. that off my notes. We were progressive. I'm noticing something I didn't see before that all those names I gave, Claude, Bubba, and Flame, were the U.S. names. Oh, okay. They had legitimate names in Japan. Claude was Zan Takahara. Oh, okay. Bubba was Matt Gables, who sounds like a pro wrestler. Why wouldn't you just leave him as Matt? That's so American. (laughs) It is. Instead of Bubba, like Matt Gables. It makes more sense. When you say Bubba, I think of a much larger, rotund sort of fellow. Yeah, he did not fit that bill. He was very much like a football player. And Flame's name was Rosa Felmond. Yeah, that's dumb translation. They should have just left it alone. She was actually supposed to be British. Ah, very much like Nice Slashers, where they try to touch on each one of the markets. Wow, there's apparently a lot more to this than... Now, when uh, I look at the arcade flyer, I see that there's manga in the background. Is this... On any of your research, did you see if it's connected to an anime series or comic book? It actually uh, was, because it had a small success in Japan, it got its own manga. Oh, okay. Uh, in Japan for a little bit, and there was apparently a Game Boy spin-off title in Japan called Undercover Cops Hakaishin Garuma. It would actually be called, the accurate translation would be Undercover Cops Alpha. Gotcha. So I wonder uh, if halfway through the manga you had to like read the rest of the book by holding it to a mirror. <laughs> Much like halfway through this game, I guess, because I don't even know if I hit the halfway point, it becomes you, incredibly ugh. stupid to play. You should be glad you stopped when you did. Yeah, it gets worse, huh? The thing is, the bosses in this game are really cool and yeah. really original and interesting. Yeah. So you got to see uh, who in Japan is known as Parks. You got to see here he's known as Q-Ball, okay. who is the giant Terminator cyborg that, you know, after yes. you beat him, his skin breaks off and he has a big robot arm. He shoots out at you and he's really cool looking. He takes up a big chunk of the screen. He's a great looking sprite as he's moving and all his gears and inside pieces move around and stuff. Obviously inspired by the Terminator because there is a you know garbage compactor behind him you can knock him into and get crushed even though that's where i lost my first slug i thought that was cool and i thought that better things were on their way but the second boss was it yeah i think it was the second boss was bloody goddess or bloodlust goddess it it was fatso her name was fatso (laughs) yes yes which was her u.s name was fatso yeah in japan the name was Francois, <laughs> which I believe I'm pronouncing correctly, spelled F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S-E. It's not French fries here, it's Freedom Fries. <laughs> How that's spelled, it is Francoise. I would just call her fat, so look, she's fat. <laughs> she's evil, obese, she wields a jackhammer. But Jerry, so are you. 
<laughs> yeah, what of it? Just because I am one doesn't mean I want one. Hey, am I right? <laughs> uh, God. See, what we're concocting right now, this little audio play we're doing for you, more enjoyable than this game at a certain point. Yeah, it. she was... It's kind of interesting that when you got her first health bar down on her second health bar, she just starts crying like a cartoon character mm-hmm. with, you know, waterfalls of tears, which very progressive. But <laughs> I thought that was good. And her sprite is really cool looking. Yes. She's got this bright pig outfit on. She seems to have some sort of like heavyweight belt with a face on it. Yeah, like a clown face. Yeah, it's really weird. I can't, looking. You can't knock the art of this game. No, it's the difficulty and the controls that are really ruining all this fun stuff for us. Like, you know, the boss of the mole level, Gun Puncher. Yeah. Well, is that another stupid U.S. name? I imagine it would be, right? Yes, his name in Japan is Mogurallian. Uh, I'll go with Beta. Gun Puncher on that one. Yeah, Gun Puncher. Yeah, gun the leader puncher. of the mole creatures. He, uh, he's apparently uttering uh, Japanese phrases and stuff as you fight him because I did hear him saying uh, different things and wasn't sure what it was. I assumed yeah. it was in Japanese. I heard a lot of hissy cuff, hissy cuff, hissy cuff. <laughs> I, I, what is what does that mean? I, I'm like, I, is that the Japanese title of this game? Is hissy cuff? And then when they no. said s- s- city sweepers, I'm like, is what game am I playing right now? <laughs> I think the game was called City Sweepers in Japan, or it must have been something close to that. Yeah, I can see that keep... being changed, because that's kind of a goofy name, but... Yeah, Undercover Cops doesn't... Yeah, but that just doesn't seem to make sense for the game. You're very much... They're undercover because they're not wearing badges. Yeah, and they're, like, ex-criminals or people falsely accused. Then they're mercs. That's true. <laughs> I, think that title was, I think that title was already taken, Keith. <laughs> Darn. They're like the Untouchables or something. I don't know. Yeah. A bunch of guys hired to just kill without whatever. So uh, let's continue on with the cool stuff in this game, okay. which the next level's boss, who I guess you didn't get to. Probably not. Because you stopped at the motorcycles, right? Yes. I'm pretty sure that was his level, which uh, in Japan is known as Balbarach. But here he's called Conehead. <laughs> okay. What do you look like? He looks like he's wearing a Devo cone hat, but it's white. All right. And he is some sort of magician-y carnival guy. He's got, like, you know, a long nose. And uh, he's got a bit of a stinky profile to him, actually, a little bit, but a lot sharper. Mm-hmm. And he's got a, a cape and stuff. And he opens his cape. And it, I'm sure it's supposed to look like a dragon's head pops out and breathes fire. <laughs> but it yeah. looks like it's popping out of his crotch yeah, at you. Of course it does. Yeah, of course it looks like it's a dragon head popping out of his crotch and shooting fire at you. <laughs> He moves around the screen, teleporting and causing explosions and fire and stuff like that. And uh, the thing I really liked is when you beat him, this game's pretty gory. I don't think we mentioned there is a lot like there's skeletons and decaying and yeah. crows eating things. A lot and there's of a little splooshing. Bit of, yeah, a lot of splooshing, punching guys. They, you know, there's little bloods coming off from the mole men when you hit them and they die. They just explode into like bits. Mm-hmm. And this guy, when you beat him, he catches on fire and runs around screaming. Nice. And then falls to his knees and burns to death, and nothing is left but his skeleton with his hat on kneeling there. It's made of asbestos or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. his hat is the only thing that wasn't flammable on him. But it's great. Like, that sprite work and how that looks and that craziness of yeah. it is really cool. But getting through that level was a pain in the dick, fighting the same enemies over and over <laughs> no, and over again. Which I used Claude just because he had the most reach out of all the characters. Yeah. With his kicks, so I used him. And then in the final level, where you're going against Dr. Crayborn, the only boss whose name wasn't changed. Okay. 
who's a little bespectacled Dr. Wily guy mm-hmm. who, uh, in the end, you know, powers himself up into a giant monster whose head shoots out like a dragon at you, and he's super-duper cheap, and I spent so much money on it and basically spammed the special attack to just beat him. Right. The problem with that level is you eventually are in a plane that I swear this same screen repeats itself three times. Ugh. You walk forward and they didn't expect anybody to get that far, so they just kind of like cheat. Yeah, they're like, on that. just pile it on. Well, you end up fighting Cue Ball again, the first level boss, as an enemy in his robot form. Can I just on- say, I know that a lot of fighters did that. I always hated that when the old enemies would come back. Yeah, sometimes they, it was done tastefully, or sometimes it was done like where it wasn't as annoying. But I always hated when they would just dump the old bosses, especially if it was like four of them at the same time. Yeah, and he's the only one they do this with. Okay. He's the only one. And there's a screen where there's a pit because you're on this airplane and there's like a hatch that's open. So apparently there are three separate hatches on this giant plane that each time you go by, he's there. And he can just, in the fight, you know, he can pick you up and try to throw you in the the compactor. Right. And this, he just picks you up and throws you off the edge and and you're dead. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so this has that wonderful double drag and fall off the edge and lose all your life thing. Yeah. Which I hate in beat-em-ups. It doesn't belong in, in a beat-em-up game. No. You know, in a game that already a lot of times is made to suck your quarters and your health, don't add in instant deaths. Right. That's I just agree cool. with you. Yeah, that's yeah. just cool. So you have to go through that screen like three times, and each time I'm like, is the game looping on me? Have I entered <laughs> like my recursive hell is and the it's ROM fighting broken? this screen over and over and over and over again? But you do finally get through it. You fight the robot scientist as a giant monster, you know, uh, who it's, it's cool looking. Once again, neat sprite work, the, the animation of him, his head like transforming into this dragon head and flying out at you is, is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And you get your credit scene, which it's weird for a game that's in 92 because it does the thing a lot of Nintendo games did in the 90s, like Castlevania, where there's names but no full names. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, it's literally just saw like that a lot. It's, it's like American team, Steve. Right. Drew. Max. It's such a weird time. Like, it's not surprising because a lot of games of this era did that. But you knew a team of people worked on it. Particularly back then, it was such a small team. Why couldn't you put their name? And I know Activision was started because of that. Like, a lot of guys working at Atari wanted credit for the games that they created. Like your David Cranes. Yeah. I just don't understand why there was such a pushback from that. (laughs) I don't know. There was apparently also supposed to be a Super Famicom version of this game. Yeah. But uh, it was apparently uh, the localization uh, was canceled. Oh, no, it was ported to the Super Famicom in Japan, but it never was uh, released in America. I wonder what it looked like because the hardware is not strong enough to produce as many colors as the arcade game, clearly. And really, that's the only thing going for this game is its art. Everything else is either frustrating or... eh. The Super Famicom version does yeah. one of the things I hate the most in a game is if you put the game on easy mode, it ends after level three and goes, try the hard mode, try the normal mode. <laughs> like, dude, I want to do the easy mode and beat the game because I can't beat it on the normal mode. Right. At least I it doesn't put that. your character in a pink tutu or something. No, oh, I always hated like Street Fighter, how like on Super Nintendo, if you played at any level below four, you wouldn't get the character's ending. Right. 
you had to play it on four stars or above. And I stayed up past my bedtime one night just to try and beat M. Bison with Guile and finally did and got like the two second ending <laughs> and then had to walk to bed in the dark, scared out of my wits because I was, you know, a young child and my parents, you know, when like your parents always go to bed first. Del Steam's going to come out of the, yeah. <laughs> the hallway and grab me. Zong Zangief's going to give me a spinning pile driver. <laughs> I would love to go into one slug about this game, but. Yeah, I lost my first slug on the first boss. Yeah, that's definitely where it happened for me as I don't well. think I, I may I may return to this game with a second player. Yes, it, I think it could be a little bit more fun if the game doesn't well, add more enemies right, with two people. Right. It, it might be easier to mitigate the certain stages. I just yeah. this it fell flat for me. And if the game had a deeper move set fight mechanic, I think it would have been better if you gave me more than ju- like if you gave me a punch and a kick so I could do some different moves and different combos and stuff. So I felt like I actually could contend with one baddie. You know, I understand there's five on the screen, and that's the challenge. But, like, when I'm just struggling to... I'm I'm just walking around the screen trying to hit this goddamn mole man, and he keeps jumping over my head. I'm just like, I'm not equipped. My characters are not equipped to fight this baddie. And most enemies move faster than you. So I didn't feel very powerful playing the game. I think that a lot of people are going to feel that way. Upon research, I see that this game is listed on a few sites as like one of the most underrated brawlers. I strongly disagree. There's a lot better brawlers out there with deeper mechanics that are a lot better than this that people have never played. This isn't a making mechanic thing, but you know what kind of feel I got from the brawling in this game? I forgot to mention before. What is it? Buy you Billy. Ah, okay. A lot of good ideas, but poor execution. Yeah, and just too difficult. Like yes. it's just it's it's like the enemies can hit you before you have a chance to do anything. Like I was feeling that in this game, like this is just not very much fun after a while, but I want to see these bosses. I want to see I gotta see it through. If not for me, for you, the listener. Right. I have to get to the end where you capture the boss and he's taken away in a truck that everyone says uh, that uh, controls like the moon patrol car in the credits. Yeah. So it's a weird little reference they put in there as well. But then they cut to a shot of empty handcuffs and the villain laughs. Yeah. But we never did get our sequel to Undercover Cops. No, because nobody saw that ending. (laughs) Yeah. You uh, pumped $50 worth of quarters into the machine and saw the ending. Yeah. Or uh, you played it now with uh, the ability to put you in did, as many you as you need to. You did a refi on your home to afford to play this yeah. game to the end. I would have an easier time getting through Pit Fighter in the arcade than I would this game. I think that's a fair statement. <laughs> For sure. And that says a lot about this game if Pit Fighter would be easier. Yeah. Which Pit Fighter has the, a lot of times the same sort of, you know, they can hit you way too fast before you are prepared. But I feel like you can be a little more prepared in Pit Fighter than you can in this game. So. Right. Now it comes to the part of the show where we give this movie, give this movie, give this game a movie tagline. That's right. Kyle, do you have a movie tagline for Undercover Cops? Sure, yeah. Terminator, Skelemans, and Nip Slips. What more could you want? Undercover Cops. (laughs) I'm telling you, go back. You just have to go to the first stage. You'll see it if you pay attention. I got to go back and try to see that because I had no idea that that was in there. And remember that people used to think Chun-Li had that with one of her win poses? Yes, which she like, did not. You no, know, she didn't. There was that also was just... a rumor with Mortal Kombat with um, Sonya, I think. 
Really? That there was like some code. Yeah, it was fake. It was just a bunch of little corn dog preteens. Yeah, I used to always stories on the monkey bars. I used to always think the bee orchid one for Killer Instinct was a myth. Oh, I'm not familiar real. with that. What is yeah, that? Yeah, where one? she like flashes the guy, the enemy, and they like, Whoa, and they like. Oh yes, I have seen that. Yeah, but that's real. Like right. I thought it was. To- I thought it was a thing that someone said. I'm like, that's not. That's a fake thing. You know, that's not. And but no, I found out later in life. Like, oh wait, that was that was actually real. It's just nobody knew how to do it or could pull it off. And I didn't have uh, YouTube to just like look it up. And there it was. <laughs> Memories of being a horny preteen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All you had was Killer Instinct. <laughs> so much protein being spilled. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Why are your socks so stiff? <laughs> uh, so for my movie tagline, my movie tagline will be undercover cops sweeping their way into your city this never. <laughs> totally original. I don't know, man. It's totally original. Well, you're phoning these in. <laughs> it's totally original tagline, and I will divert your attention by cutting to T.T. Smookins with next week's Weekly Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. We shall see. Hello, I am T.T. Smookins. Here is next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly. Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, dudes. Dudes, 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 clue luck. All right. Please do join us for next week's episode. And until next time, guys, don't be a jerk all the time. Peace. Yeah.